Welcome everybody to episode number 43 of the Third Side Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, joined as always, my God, by Mike. Mike, how are you doing today? Oh man, I don't know. It's like a cross between warm peanut butter and Honey Boo Boo's mom after plastic surgery. I can't I can't really pinpoint okay, it. I don't know what that means. But we'll, so we'll you feel horrible. Like, do you yeah, ever know what that means? You should be so, happy you don't know what that means, because I, I don't know what that yeah. means either. So yeah. I'm happy. Sounds so, awful, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's go to Graham. Graham, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It uh, feels like playoffs time right now, but it's not quite playoffs, but uh, hockey is exciting to watch. I'm not talking about our hockey. I'm talking about real hockey. Yeah. But yeah, no, I am doing good. All right. And Eugene, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All right. So, I said, dude, I no peanut that butter, ever. no honey boo-boo. <laughs> I, think, I think you say that every week. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> No, I mean, I I'm drinking a beer, everybody. and I'm sitting here on this podcast, so I'm right. feeling great. Cool. So, as always, you can join in the conversation by going to our Facebook group, uh, Third Sun Gaming Podcast. Also, while you're there, join our forums on Facebook, Third Sun Gaming Podcast Forums, where you can take part in the conversation and submit questions for the show to be entered into our monthly giveaway. So, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, at Third Sun Gaming, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N Gaming to join the conversation there. So let's get into news, and uh, before we start, everybody, this is going to be kind of an intentionally short episode, one of those weeks where kind of tough to get everybody together at the same time, but we did find a window here, so uh, news will be pretty short, but we did get the what we think are the big ones in there for this week. I like week. that bathroom so, problem. So start, sure. So starting off uh, with Destiny 2, we got the official reveal trailer this week. The game, Woo! as we talked about last week, is coming out September 8th on xbox one playstation 4 and pc this time around so i'm actually intrigued to see this will be a play anywhere title on xbox but you know who knows but they did uh, the real trailer didn't really show any gameplay but it did uh, speak to the fact that you don't get to bring any weapons or gear with from the first game in a, in a way that i thought was kind of funny so uh, did you guys get a chance to see it uh, looking forward to the game I saw it, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I didn't get a chance to pre-order yet. I think I'm going to pre-order mm-hmm. tomorrow um, because it does come with a lot of pre-order bonuses. I'm just yeah. struggling between whether I'm going to get the PS4 version or the Xbox version this yeah. time around. I might go and get both. Okay. What did you have it on last time? Uh, I had it on both. I had it on. A, I started out on PS4, but then a lot more people, a lot more of my friends were playing on uh, Xbox, so... Um, I'm kind of torn, especially since, uh, you know, there's a huge uproar about all the PS4 exclusive uh, uh, DLC and add-ons and early uh, expansion access and things like that. But yeah. there, there's a lot of uproar about it anyway because of all the, um, they're already offering, offering a DLC pack. And uh, I hope it's not the way the last DLC uh, season pass was. I, I didn't like the season passes at all last time around. Did you guys? Um, I played, what was it called? Uh... What was the first one? House of Wolves, I think. Yeah, I did. I played that one, and it wasn't awful, but it, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot there. Well, and... see, my my issue with the the season pass, you, you would think the season pass would include the inspa- in, in expansions, right? But it really yeah, just included the two small pieces of yep. DLC, and then you had to buy the full game expansions later, basically yes. for about thirty dollars a piece. So yeah. that was my issue with that. If so, you buy a season pass, season pass should include everything. Well, normally yeah. it does, right? I don't know why they would do it that way unless well, thought, the, oh, well, there's a way we can make more money. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's weird. It's like they do DLC in the same fashion that other games do DLC, where you get like some new, a little bit of new territory to play in, so like new maps or whatever. 
Um, and then they do full-on expansions that add huge new areas to the yeah, game. The MMO and, way. Yeah, so it's kind of a hybrid between the two, but I can see why people get really frustrated about it. So, I don't know. I mean, but people who played that game from the beginning have poured a lot of money into that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of time. So Have you guys seen the collector's edition that's like $300 at GameStop I, right now? I have. I have. Yeah. Not going to so, get that. No, I don't blame you. So... Um, but yeah, that's coming September 8th, and I think that's a great time for this game to come out. I, the original rumors of November, I think, were would have, I don't think would have hurt, but it would have hurt people like me playing it. Because you would have had Battlefront 2 coming out, and, you know, with a, with a rumored Call of Duty returning to World War II coming out. And games like that, I, man, it would have been tough for me to jump back into Destiny over those. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think that September 8th time frame is perfect. So, yeah. yeah, then there's a beta too in July mm-hmm. if you pre-order the game, uh, you get yeah. the beta access. Um, especially with the other release date rumor that uh, I forgot about earlier when we were talking, but I'll throw it in. The uh, the re- rumored release date for Red Dead Two is October third. Nice. Oh man. So that is uh, that's pretty much a month to the you know almost exactly after Destiny Two. I think that's again perfect time frame yeah. to get that game out. That's uh, so, gonna be. Uh, a hurting holiday on my wallet. Yeah, it's good. there's a lot of stuff coming out that I already know I'm gonna buy. So, but uh, but yeah, so a couple of very anticipated games with well, one with a solid release date now, and the other that um, is rumored. But all these rumors end up being true, so I wouldn't be surprised at all. But uh, all right, and another game that's highly anticipated this year, Star Wars Battlefront Two. You're gonna get your first look at it, everybody, at the Star Wars Celebration April fifteenth. Nice. So. So we have that to look forward to. I'm sure we'll see some gameplay. Hopefully uh, a bunch of new environments. They did say this game was going to span the entire saga versus just being about the original trilogy. Yes. So we'll see a lot of different environments, with it, which I think is cool for for the game and for the maps to see yeah. these different environments. So. Well, you know we're definitely going to see Naboo then. Yep. And we'll see, um, I would think, some of the story mode maybe, or at least get an idea of what it might be about, which yeah. would be kind of cool too. So well, like they have lots of options, though, right? Because this series is massive, and there's so many planets. Oh yeah. So it's nice to see them include all that stuff, because I'm sure mm-hmm. that's what everyone's been looking for. Yep. So with yep. with this next gen, there's no excuse not to be able to provide mm-hmm. that stuff. So yep. have at her. Yep. It's so as massive as your head, Grammy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so heading into our final story this week, one thing that Star Wars Battlefront Two and Red Dead Redemption Two have in common is that they're both going to be showcase games to show off the power of Scorpio. Yep. And that was leaked this week at the kind of the list of games Microsoft's planning on using to show this box off, whether it's either in May or if they wait till E3. But the list is Red Dead Redemption 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2, FIFA, Madden, Forza 7, and did I miss one? Call of Duty. So... I'm sure they'll all look yeah. amazing, except for Call of Duty. But you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, Call of Duty Returns to World War II. I bet that's going to look pretty damn good. We'll see. But like, we'll I would see. say. I... Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I was going to say Forza Seven. To me, that seems like a game that always like showcases the beauty of the environment and yep. like rain on the windshield and stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. I would yep. think that game out of all of them would probably showcase the power of Scorpio the most. Yeah, and if they do go in VR, like that way, uh, eventually, anyways, 
Forza would be an amazing game for VR as well. So mm-hmm. that would be the game that I would think would be best for showcasing, in yeah, my opinion. And, yeah, and whether you like Forza or not, the, the the game itself, there's no questioning. It's one of the most beautiful games out there in next gen. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the HDR aspect for them to actually take full advantage of the Scorpio and then HDR on top of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it's going to look fantastic. I'm I'm waiting on another. uh, I'm not a huge uh, Horizons fan, uh, but I am a Mm -hmm. huge just uh, traditional Forza fan. So to see it in HDR and then to see it on the Scorpio too would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I I tend to lean more towards the traditional Forza franchise, but Horizons really grown on me, especially with three. So. Yeah. Which means yeah. now you're gonna buy an HDR TV. You are more money, you, more money, more money. Uh, much with your HDR TV, uh, Tyler. Um, it makes a significant difference significant. in the games. Yes, like you saw. Right now, there's a few games that take advantage of it. Um, Forza Horizon Three is one of them. That that landscape looks spectacular in in uh, HDR. And then you go over to a game like Gears of War Four where there's much more color contrast. It's a very dark environment, oh, yeah. but then there's a lot of reds and yellows in there. And man, that looks good. I can't imagine. So it, it's really cool, and uh, there's uh, Battlefield 1 also takes advantage of it. So uh, when you play that, you see it there as well. So it's really cool. And I'll tell you, even a game like um, NHL, the the colors are just so much more bright on this on this new TV, the, this 4K with HDR, than, than they were on... On my older model so it is a significant step up and games that are truly built to take advantage of fork or the hdr it really really shows and it, it's I, I really wish it. i really wish i wasn't so impulsive when i bought my 4k tv i bought my 4k mm-hmm. tv a year ago and uh it's like three months before hdr got huge and uh, i'm mm-hmm. like man i should just wait like three more months to get one eugene i'm in the same boat too man <laughs> yeah. i mean i love my tv and it looks great but now i, I have a ps4 that can play uh uh, with HDR, and I'm about to get an Xbox One S, uh, you know, that has, you know, full HDR and then 4K, mm-hmm. and I can't take full advantage of it, so mm-hmm. I gotta have to wait till next year. Coming up for you there, Eugene. Good, I was actually gonna ask you, because uh, I'm looking at deals for uh, Xbox One S's right now, so. Well, I'll tell you guys, before we, before we move on to the news, that the model I bought is, it was one of the highest rated in terms of you know, picture quality for both gaming and sports, which are the two things I watch or do the most on TV. And and it's it's also in that, uh, not in the super price range, like eight grand or five You got grand, the Vizio you know? P series, right? Yeah, I got the Vizio P series. Yeah, and... the, the P series is just one of the highest rated TVs. And yeah. I, I have the M series and it still looks great. It's just mm-hmm. missing HDR. Yeah, yeah. that's the same one you I have, Graham, right? Well. Yeah. yeah. So I would bet, guys, that once the new models fully hit the market, and the new the, the 2017 HDR model for Vizio hits, you'll be able to get that P series for you know I got a 65 and I would bet you'll be able to get it for about maybe 1,200 at the most. Oh, I, I bet you at the most, yeah, I bet you less than a thousand uh, by mm-hmm. by January of next year when I plan on yep. getting a new one. I, I bet you uh, I get one for about a thousand. And that's for everybody out there too. I, I highly highly recommend this TV. So if you're trying to plan out to like get a 4K TV when Scorpio comes out, if you're planning on it. Highly, highly recommend the Vizio P-Series. It's whichever size TV you get. Yeah, people mm-hmm. always jump on the Samsung bandwagon, even LG, and they end up spending mm-hmm. four to five grand on a mm-hmm. TV. And yes, they look great, but you can get basically the same TV for like a quarter of the price. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. 
Well, I can, I can like tell you. Pay for the name. But I can tell you, Vizio's come a long, long way though in the last few oh, years. Yeah. And because oh, yeah. my other TV was a, it's also a 65, but it was a 2013 um, Vizio. Yeah. And the picture is much more dim on there. And it's not just the 4K. The picture is much more dim. This just has a much, much better picture. You know, mm-hmm. the, the contrast is better. Everything's better on this. This this TV can hold its own with a Samsung, no problem. I mean, maybe not, not with, me. like, the 8 grand model, but, you know, the a comparable price model for sure. Yeah, not mm-hmm. to mention the fact that the Vizio, Vizio uh, factory is out of Irvine, California, so your turnaround time is for replacements and stuff like that. Warranty stuff is fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard they stay in the hand their product, so. Yep. Oh, yeah, they do. So... I've never had, I've never been disappointed with a Vizio product really. So, no. and and now that you know, we're, by the way, we're not you know supporting Vizio <laughs> in any way. Um, yeah. This episode of the podcast. All right. So anyway, that's going to do to everybody for news this week. Graham, let's turn it over to you. What can we get new in stores? Well, it's a slow week for releases for the most part, but we do have big PS4 release though. That is Persona Five, which yes, releases we do. on. April 4th. Now, this game has been reviewed very well, and if you're any kind of a JRPG van, a fan, then this is a highly recommended title. I've been hearing nothing but great things about this, so if that's your thing, then that is the game for you. Also, I guess it's not your thing. Um, it hasn't been for a while. I've got other things to keep me busy. Uh, also, really keep it tight in the defensive zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have a title that is releasing on all three major consoles. Three, meaning the Nintendo Switch included. Yes, I called it a major. <gasps> this game is Lego City Undercover and will be playable yeah. on Xbox One, PS4, and the Nintendo Switch. I might get that game for Switch. You know, I might as well. I I want something else to play on that console, and that game actually looks appealing to me. So. Yeah. Did you buy a memory card? Not yet, but I will. Because it's a uh, it's rumored that just to install the game, like. So you buy? Are you gonna buy it digital or physical? Probably physical. So physical, like there, there's a rumor that uh, 16 gigabytes right off the bat yeah. you gotta download uh, onto the Switch. So that's that's almost 75 percent of what your Switch has on it, unless you've downloaded something else. Oh, good. So yeah, yeah I guess I'll be getting a card then. Yeah, <laughs> a good thing right now at Walmart you can get like a 120 gig uh, SanDisk or Samsung uh, card for like 34 dollars. So yeah, I'll try that's, that. Uh, yeah, that's not bad at all. So yeah, there's that game. Um, also, we have some DLC coming that is worth mentioning. We have DLC releasing for Dead Rising 4 called Frank Rising. Clever title. Uh, this DLC will be available on April 4th and will be downloadable on PC and Xbox One. Uh, we also have DLC releasing for Rocket League, and it's called The Fate of the Furious, which coincides with the new movie coming to theaters, of course. Uh, this DLC, Yeah, me too. This DLC allows you to drive a new car. Yay! A Dodge play Charger. Paul, Wa- Paul Walker. <laughs> God. Yeah. I would say rest in peace, but I don't even want to say that. Uh, a Dodge Charger, which is a car that is a big part of the new movie, which I don't know because I don't know anything about these movies, which I like it that way. Uh, this DLC is coming out at us on April 4th and will be downloadable on PS4 and Xbox One. And that's the major things. Um could be some other ones, but I didn't really think they're worth mentioning. So that's all I got for you. Yeah, the, uh, there's this there's this Japanese one, Grammy, that I'm really looking forward to. What is it? Persona Five. No, there's another one. <laughs> it's got like three names. 
Oh. <laughs> Gra- yeah. Graham's going to pass on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Graham, please don't pass. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, since, since you're already going, uh, what can we say money on? <clears throat> All right. We got the Games of Gold for April. Right now, Rise mm-hmm. is available for the Xbox One and for the Xbox 360. You got Darksiders. Definitely download Darksiders. It's an amazing game. For the PS4, we got uh, Drawn to Death, uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, Invisimals, The Lost Kingdom on PS3, Alien Rage Extended Edition on PS3, 10 Second Ninja, both on PS4 slash Vita, and Curses and Chaos, both on PS4 and Vita. Now, I got some good deals for you, but they're, they're short and sweet. This one's uh, aimed at you, Eugene. Xbox One S, 500-gigabyte console, Battlefield 1 bundle, 199 via ShopRite with promo code, ship free. There's, uh, they also have the um, PS4 Slim, 500-gigabyte, Uncharted 4 bundle for 199 Same code. So you said ShopRite? ShopRite, R-I-T-E. Are they, I mean, are, I've never heard of them. Are they a legitimate They're site? legit, yeah. They're legit. Hmm. So there you go. Um, also, for people out there looking for extra storage, right now on Amazon.com, you get the Seagate Backup Plus, three terabyte and four terabyte, seventy-one ninety-nine slash eighty-seven ninety-nine, respectively. Now that is an amazing deal. So if you're looking for a hard drive, don't stop. Get it. And there's a DualShock Four wireless controller, thirty-nine ninety-nine at Best Buy. Um, as far as anything else goes, it's got got some meat to it. Nothing really out there, so that's going to do it for me. All right, so let's go into what we've been playing. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. Um, Diablo three uh, seasons. Yeah, Finally how's hit, that? Hit, yeah, um, fine. I mean, you know, I started a seasons character. I'm like almost done with the first uh, first act. Um, but leaderboards are up. Everything's up. It's going. You know. Playing a demon, uh, demon hunter this time, you know, a little slow at first until you get up to about level fourteen to twenty, and then it starts picking up a little bit better. You become, uh, you know, you don't die every five seconds. <laughs> uh, playing in NHL seventeen with you knuckleheads, and uh, um, there's one other thing. Oh yeah, I was dipping back into Forza again. So that's pretty much what I've been playing. Cool. Graham, how about you? Me, sir. I've been playing NHL 17. You would know that because mm-hmm. I've played along with you. Uh, we've been playing games with Human Goalie, which definitely brings a different perspective to the game. It's nice yes. to have a Human Goalie on the team. Uh, also, I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Now, I just put in one good solid day, so I don't really have a lot to say about it. Uh, tons of dialogue. Some people don't mm-hmm. like all the reading. I don't mind it, so it's kind of works for me. Uh, but I can see how some people get tired of it and stuff like that when people just want to go and shoot and kill aliens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And another game I've been playing is The Show on the PS4. Now, this is the first time I've ever played it or have attempted it, and I've been playing Road to the Show. Now, I really thought the graphics was going to be like a ton better than it is. Like The characters seem pretty generic. Um, but biggest thing is not about the game is about the PS4 DualShock controller. You gotta hit that stupid options button, and sometimes that thing is really, really hard to hit. So I wish they did a better job, like, raising it up so it's easier to to press. So I didn't even realize this, like, other games I played on it until I went go play the show, and you need to push that button every once in a while. So 
Other than that, the game's been great. Uh, I started out as a, playing as a batter, uh, well, third baseman, and then I figured I'd try pitching, and I really like the pitching aspect of it. It's It really shows you all the pressure that's on real pitchers in baseball. Like, when you're there and they bring you in as a relief pitcher and, like, to finish it off, and you're up by two runs or one run, and you got to hold the guy, like, hold the score. Like, I've loaded up bases a few times. I'm like, whoa, this could get pretty bad. But I've managed mm-hmm. to get my way out of it. But it's so much fun. Like, I really am having fun playing that game. So anybody's looking for a great game, sports game for PS4, I would say go with the show. Yeah, and I'll, I'll piggyback on that because I've been playing that too. And, man, it just reminds me, you know, we talk about other sports games and how they're really good or they have some flaws or whatever. Man, this game is just done so well every year. It's The game looks gorgeous, by the way. They tweaked with the lighting a little more. So one thing that's really cool is that the shadows in the in the ballpark will actually be different depending on what time of year you're in. So in April will be different oh. than June, then September. Mm-hmm. So the lighting will be a little different. Um, they, they really worked on players' faces this year to make those more accurate, and you can tell the difference. Um, little things, too, like including, you know, the cleats and everything that different players wear, you know, having uh, the different brands and stuff like that is pretty cool as well. Um, <clears throat> pitching is really difficult in this game. It is very much timing and... Uh, Hard and, timing, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the same meter for every pitcher. The meter depends on how fast or slow their windup is. So it's for some it's it's a longer wait to to hit all the buttons and for some it's very quick. And then once uh once there's somebody on base, the whole tempo changes completely. Yeah. Like so, this is the mm-hmm. first iteration of this that I've played. Mm-hmm. And like starting out, I know there's a lot of controls that I don't know about, which yep. but like there I haven't found a way that's like really like oh NHL seventeen now it teaches you how you progress. Mm-hmm. Like the game haven't taught me anything in a real long time right now, so I'm wondering yeah. when if they're going to tell me a next step or how to do this, or basically I'm on my own. I haven't looked, but there's probably some sort of tutorial in the uh, in the game. But like That's advanced, like I'm looking for like advanced tutorial. Mm. But maybe I'm just really early into it yet, though, right? Yeah, you might be. And I'm surely I'm there's like a practice mode or somewhere where you can just practice doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed there's practice. I just haven't went into it. So, like I said, I just probably haven't went deep enough. Yeah. So, uh, for me, the other game I've been playing is NHL. This is uh, just kind of that one week every month where everything gets super busy with work. So, I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and play much. Um, I'll just play a little bit of Mass Effect, I guess, as well. So, But uh, that's it. Uh, Eugene, how are you? Uh, I haven't play, been playing too much. I, I did get Overwatch last weekend for the Xbox, so I've been okay. playing a lot of that. And I can see uh, why there's still a huge following with it. It's it just, it's it's a fantastic multiplayer game. And with the new progression system and everything that it has, it's just, it's it's still a fun, great game. And uh, if you guys wanted to get on sometime next week or something, uh, I, I think that'd be fun to do. Uh, I also played a little bit more of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, I played some Blaster Master Zero on the Switch, uh, and then I played a little bit of the uh, Splatoon uh, Test Fire beta that mm-hmm. they had uh, How was uh, going on. So it, it, it's it's a lot of the same from the last Splatoon. They didn't 
I mean, it, it's a server test is all it is. Sure. And uh, not a lot of people were understanding that. Uh, I, I saw a lot of complaints on Facebook that, oh, they, there's not enough new features. There's not enough new this. Well, they don't really show us any features. It, it's mm. exactly what it is. It's a test fire so they can test out the servers, servers and, uh, you know, make sure they can sustain all the player base. Um, so they, they only had four guns you could choose from. They only had two maps that uh, uh, randomly uh, generated. Uh, but really, and I'm going to talk about in, in the in the topic for discussion uh, today, uh, what feature I'd like to see in it. Um, we actually have a few questions, but really that, that's all I've been playing. And I, I've really <laughs> actually uh, contemplated uh, buying uh, MLB The Show just because uh, I know you guys are playing it and uh, the, the reviews on it. I think it got a 9.7 on IGN. Uh, yeah. And then all every other review side is just and I, I watched a little bit of the retro mode, and that's the game that I want to play. Have you got Have you tried out retro mode at all? I have not yet. No, I have not yeah. either. Yeah, I, I watched a let's play video. I forgot who it was, but uh, the retro mode it it has the graphics of uh, the show, but uh, the gameplay feels like RBI baseball for NES, hmm. which uh, it looks pretty awesome. I don't know if you can play online or anything, but. Uh, if there was one game mode I'd like to play, it'd be that one. So I've contemplated by I really don't think with uh, Persona coming out, I got Persona coming to my door Tuesday. Uh, and then I, oh yeah, I've been playing Horizon 2. Uh, I picked up Horizon again, and man, that, that game is very, very hard to play after playing Zelda. Uh, I'm trying to climb on everything. <laughs> That's what I got to say, are you just trying to climb yeah, everything? Yeah, so Horizon is very limited on, you, you have to walk on paths. And whenever you can climb up a mountain, you have to, um, you know, there's a prop for it. You can only climb up in certain uh, places where there's certain ledges and stuff. Uh, and it's really frustrating, especially when you go into Zelda and uh, you can just climb on anything and just jump up any mountain. And then uh, um, then climbing down a mountain, you have to actually strategically climb down a mountain instead of just flying mm -hmm. off of it. So, um, But I, I'm enjoying that still. I, I, I kind of want to beat that before I jump into Persona. But uh, Persona, with all the reviews that it's getting, I, I can't wait to play that. Yeah, cool. That's it. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to say, I was going to play see these uh, technical alpha again today, and it reminded me, Gene, when you said stress test, because that's what it is. I mean, it's not, it's not a, like, it's not a demo, you know, it, so everybody's got to settle down when they play something like a stress test or technical alpha, and people freak out because they say, well, this game doesn't have very much in it. Well, of course it doesn't. It's not the final product. I know, and, and, and I, I can't stand that, that people, oh, we're only getting one extra gun in this game. Well, mm -hmm. no, you're not going to just get one extra gun. They they didn't show you anything because they don't need to show you anything because right. that's not what this is for. It's not a beta, like you said. It's not a demo. It is a stress test. To yeah, test it's the volume the of people on the server. Yeah. It's not and, what and gun you got. I, I will say that it handled great. Uh, I didn't have any lag issues. I jumped right into lobbies. Uh, I mean, it, it handled great for what it was... Uh, but really, it, it felt like the first Splatoon for the Wii U uh, just on the Switch. Uh, but I'm not complaining about it because I know it's not mm -hmm. the final product. Um, but really, yeah, it's it fun to play and uh, it's really addicting too. And uh, I wish there's a greater time limit. It's only a one-hour time limit uh, mm -hmm. that you can play. But during that time, I was able to get in any lobby I wanted to, uh, jump right in and start playing. No lag, nothing like that. I was playing with people from Japan, from south america wherever and and we had no issues at all yeah now did you play it in handheld mode or on the con or not console i, I played it on the tv i I, the TV. I don't play my switch uh in handheld but uh i do know people that uh took it to work with them and 
uh, played on their lunch break on their on their handheld, and uh, it, it it worked great, just the same. And actually, the I, I I'm pretty sure the Switch runs better uh, in handheld mode anyway, even uh, before it's docked. I know Zelda has frame rate issues. Um, Which they might have fixed. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, they they did fix with the new ex- update. So if you haven't downloaded the new update, download that new update because uh, uh, there's very uh, very little frame rate dips now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good to hear. But yeah, people. My what I was gonna say, people did the same thing after the Titanfall, um, like stress test, and they were saying, "I'm not getting this game. This game doesn't look any good." And then they did the same thing after the Battlefield beta, and both games turned out to be great. So yeah, if, re- if you base your judgment and your purchasing decision off a of beta, then then you're stupid. Yep, I mean, right. that's what it comes down to. If, if the beta is two weeks before release day, then it's basically a demo. Yeah. You know, but this is months ahead of release. Just like Sea of Thieves hasn't even announced a release yet. You know, so we have no... This, that game's a ways off yet. It's probably going to be a fall release to add on to the pile of games I, I want to get. Yeah, I, so, I really wish I would get my email saying that I've been accepted. Because I yeah. put in for it, I just haven't gotten an email yeah. yet for it. So yeah, I know um, Steve in our community uh, got accepted. I was, I was going to play with him today, and then our internet kind of took a crap and uh, Mike kind of worked on it and we got it resolved like um, 20 minutes before the end of the alpha so I, yeah, I didn't jump in and play yeah. yeah so That's I didn't jump terrible, in and play eh? this time <laughs> but they have it pretty much every week and sometimes it's only for 2 hours and they've had some that are 24 hours so yeah. once you're in and I, I encourage everybody to go sign up because once you're in once you get accepted you get into every single session after that Nice. Yeah. So they just keep adding people every time to put more and more people in. And they've made changes, Mike, since we played. Like, now there's a limited number of cannonballs that you get to use. Oh, yeah? Yep, and there's there's other things that you have to do. Um, they're going to be adding, like, sharks into the water and stuff like that. That terrifies so. me. <laughs> I hate so. sharks in video games. Mm-hmm. So that'll uh, that adds some elements to the game. So, <clears throat> But... Uh, don't don't judge games off of uh, an alpha or a stress test, guys. <laughs> like just yeah. play it for what it is and, and know that it's a work in progress. So, all right, let's go into discussion. What uh, what questions do we have this week, Eugene? I know we have a couple. Uh, so we do have a couple. Uh, one guy asked, "Do you do you think Xbox will ever get a good baseball game?" And you know who asked this question. I'm yeah. not going to say a name. Yeah, <laughs> they got to like. They should realize how successful and how much people buy the show. So if they can, who makes the show anyways? That's a uh, Sony Interactive. It's it's a Sony uh, owned yeah. uh, publisher. Yeah. Uh, Sony there's San no Diego. show would ever be on Xbox. Yeah, but there, there's other companies out there that should be able to 2K. develop it. And yeah, they should. Yeah, no, not two K. Two K made that horrific baseball game. Yeah. Back in you know what 2010 and 11, right in that range. 12 was the last year. 12 was the last year, and it was all it was by the last year is they just did a roster update. Yeah, left the all the same bugs same. in the game. Literally, the achievements were all the same, all the yep. same, and it was just awful. And still, I mean, for it. you think EA yeah. could do it? EA yeah. is the one. Yeah, EA what? is the one that can do it. And I don't know why they don't because. There's got to be more of a fan base for baseball than hockey because hockey is mostly is. Canada with select like uh, northern states for the most part, right? But here's the thing: hockey is more conducive to a video game because it's fast-paced. You can do things like eSports hockey league where you can get a bunch of people involved. Baseball is a slower game, 
and it you know it, it just takes longer to play a game first of all yeah and so your your market's never huge like sony doesn't sell five million copies or 10 million copies of mlb every year but they continue to put out a quality product because it's something that it's an ex you know it's a standard of excellence they built that they're identified with yeah and but EA is the one that can do it, and here's why. Eventually, they're going to give up on the NBA franchise. Because they got delayed this year. It was supposed to come out in, like, January. Like, that's ever a good idea. And then they just canceled it altogether. And now they're going to yeah. try again next year. Their competition has such a stranglehold on all three consoles, because it's coming out on Switch 2, that it's pointless for them to even try. They sold, what, how many did I say that one that one week? They sold, like... 80,000 copies or something. Yeah, that's pretty low. I thought it was less than that. Yeah, it might have been less than that of uh, of the last NBA Live. So, and 2K is just such a good product and it has such a stranglehold on the market that they sh- they need to just stop and go in on a baseball game because at least they can dominate Xbox with that. Yep, because 2K blew it on, on, on baseball and hockey. Yep. And so, 2K... Yeah. 2K hockey was bad, but it was nothing compared to baseball. Yeah. Like, their baseball yeah. game was embarrassing. Yeah. So, so, I have a question about MLB. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, do you get a lot of online interaction with MLB? Like, can you, like, I know with uh, hockey, you can get, like, three versus three or, you know, five versus three or five versus five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that many people involved. Can you can you do that with baseball? No. No, I was wondering so, that. So you, no. it's so, not like an EASHL, but with no. uh, like baseball. It's one versus yeah, I mean, one. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think that might be one reason why they might not be getting into the game because a lot of their ga- uh, sports games focus on, you know, just multiplayer where, uh, uh, you know, with Madden, with NHL, with uh, FIFA, uh, there's, a, there's a greater audience, a greater multiplayer audience, and that Don't might you, be why they uh, feel that it won't be successful. You know what, though? I can give you one huge reason that they will. Was that ultimate team? Because yeah. if there's one sport built around yeah. card card collecting and Big stats money. and attributes and all that stuff, it's baseball. Mm-hmm. And like I I love stats in baseball. It's my favorite game, my favorite sport when it comes to like all the statistics and everything. You know, and we know we know records in baseball that go back half a century or more. Yeah. You know, the 56-game hitting streak by Ted Williams, you know, and stuff like that. It's We know those stats, and in in other sports, you just don't. So it's it's tailor-made for Ultimate Team, and I think they could make a freaking killing. Like, I'm playing Diamond Dynasty, and I'm having a great time, and they added the Mode 2 gram, um, uh, what's it called in the EA games, the where you draft, you have the, the few rounds of drafting to draft a team and then go play, draft champions. So they added their own draft champions mode in this game too, where you can draft a team and go play, and you get to lose twice, and then you're done. You redraft and go. So there's yeah. a lot of things to do, and there's you know I think baseball would be a good fit. And EA used to make a really good baseball game. They did. So this would have been year, the year to do it with the Cubs winning and anything they, mm-hmm. and everything. They could have just put the Cubs on there and and mm-hmm. merchandise it for this year, and they would have made a huge buck off I, of it. I wouldn't be terribly surprised to see a teaser at E3, mm-hmm. um, if not this year, next year. So That'd be good. That would be really nice to see. Yeah, but uh, and, and with EA's relationship with Microsoft, they could even make it an Xbox exclusive, because why, 
why compete with the why, show? Why even build it for the PS4? You know? Yeah. 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 So, it's actually a good idea because you mentioned too because EA they do FIFA, they do NHL, they do Madden, mm-hmm. basketball. So okay, why don't you do baseball? Yeah, and it comes under the licensing, and it, it, the baseball license is expensive. It's more expensive than any of the other sports except for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Madden's so, probably more. Yeah, and I know I, I heard that on a, on a different podcast, a more like sports game focused one. But it's a very expensive license, so it's them making that decision. But the NBA one isn't super cheap either, and they went in on that, and they've done nothing but purge money. Yeah. So they're, they're just hemorrhaging money over that that game. So anyway, um, what's our other question? So the next question comes from Brian Richland. Uh, if you could add one feature to any current system, what would it be? Bring me a beer when I want one. <laughs> You're dreaming. <clears throat> hey, um, man can dream. I'll give you, I'll give you two, and I, I actually really like where the Xbox is going because they listen to their fans and they build features in. So I mean, the, the Xbox One is a totally different product today than it was three years ago. So. You know, I'm, I'm happy with that. Let us change our damn name on the PS4 if we want to. And don't make me use, like, a stupid friend code to add somebody on the, on the Switch. Those are my two. I know I'm asking a lot. Who's up? No, I'll, I'll go, go ahead and go. I'll go ahead and yeah. go. Uh, go ahead. So mine would be, of course, PS4. Let me, let me change my damn fr- uh, name, uh, my PSN name. Uh, and then for... not. You know, the friend code doesn't bother me too much entirely uh, on the Switch, but really they need to fix uh, their friend system, uh, their multiplayer system on the Switch. It, it still has the same issues uh, as the Wii U. At least now they have a uh, friends list where you can go uh, add people in, you can see what they're doing and see what they've been playing, uh, but that's all you can do. So what's the point of me having a friends list? And I got I got into an argument with some troll online about this, uh, uh, there's there, there's this huge thing after the Splatoon 2 uh, test fire um, that they're, they're like, oh, Nintendo just needs to start launching all these multiplayer games right now because it's going to be huge. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. Before they even do that, fix the multiplayer system. Because right now we got, we got Mario Kart coming out uh, this month now. Uh, you got Splatoon 2 coming out this summer. Uh, you got ARMS coming out uh, soon as well. But before you go into a bunch of multiplayer games, make it to where I can go on my friends list, party up with people, send a message, uh, invite them to a game, uh, get together in a party, and then go into a lobby first. Because to mm. me, you, you can't play an online shooter or online sports game or anything without having that first. Yeah. No, you do need that communication. And that is something that Nintendo needs to do because gaming is a social thing now. More than ever. It's more about going online, playing with your friends, chatting it up while you're doing whatever, even talking about the game. But why hasn't Nintendo allowed this to happen? Like, they should know that this is something that they need to do. And I was really hoping with the Switch that they would do this right off the hop. So I'm hoping when they do come out with... um, uh, Where you play Nintendo games, it's Super Nintendo games, Virtual Console... I'm hoping they're going to come out with a really big update to fix all these issues and bring this on and make things more social and accessible. Well, I mean, I hope they fix it before Mario Kart comes out this month because I, the, the friends list, like I said, it, it's nice, but 
I, what, what's the point? I, I like to, on my Xbox, I like to go on my friends list, see what they're playing, see what achievements they've gotten. Uh, I mean, even right now, I can't even, I can't even see how many hours I played a game on the Switch. I mean, it gives me a general estimate, like, uh, <clears throat> oh, you played, you played Zelda 100 plus hours. Well, yeah. 100 plus how many hours? Like, That's what I was <laughs> looking at, too. When I looked up my hours, it said 100 plus. I'm like, yeah. well, what's that mean? Like, 120, 110, like, I would 107. Know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I, I want to know what... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. well, it, it goes like 70 hours, 80 hours, 90 hours plus, and and that's all it tells me. It doesn't tell you anything else. Um, so I, I want to know what I want to know what my friends are doing, I, and I want to know who they are too, because right now you you can't see anything about them. Uh, in Xbox, you can make a profile. Hey, this is where I'm from. You mm-hmm. can put put some dumb profile saying in there. You can do whatever. Uh, you can put your age. Uh, I don't I don't know who these people are, and I have no connection with them whatsoever, other than yeah. they're in my friends list. And that's it. I can't invite them to a chat. I can't ask them questions, send them a message. Uh, I can't do anything. I can't view achievements. Uh, so make a friends list that has a purpose to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point. There's no point of me buying a multiplayer game like Splatoon or Mario Kart, which I'm, I'm going to buy Mario Kart anyway. But I, I want a connection to uh, the people I'm playing online with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, go, go ahead and answer, and then I have a question to ask uh, everybody. Go ahead. Okay, well, mine's not so much as, as you know an OS thing. Um, a lot of the a lot of the features that the Xbox has, I, uh, you mean, it's I can't really think of one off the top of my head that I want for the Xbox. Um, but what I can say is, you know, the whole Netflix thing with the with the Friends Theater mode, I would really like yeah. to see that. That's yeah. Know? That's a good mode on the 360. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. So you know, I mean. You know, I don't. I don't know about the PS4 because I haven't touched it in a long time. But you know, as far as the Xbox goes, um, everything seems to be working. Oh. Or, you can you can now stream with one click on the bar with Beam and you know all that kind of stuff. So you know, you know what? It just made me think of one. Mike, I know you're going to agree with me on this. Huh. Bring bring back community events like one versus one hundred. Yes, yes, very much so. And I know I know they're expensive to do, but. You know, those of us who are big fans in all three consoles invest a lot of money into these consoles. Yep. And not just when we buy the box, but in games and accessories and paying the live and PSN and all that stuff. So Yeah, they could, they could even get a little fruity with it and say, okay, well, here's a five, $5 gets you, gets you five, five shows worth of tickets. Yep. You know, I'd do that. I would do. Because it was just like, it was that much fun back when it was going on. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so, it, when you guys are talking, maybe you think of a question. Would you guys say that the Switch got rushed to market? Do you think it would have benefited from another six months? Yeah. I no, think it would have benefited would have from another direction. <laughs> I, I know, don't, but don't look at it from, like, the selfish, I want to play Zelda thing. Like, would yeah. the console was the console rushed to market? And the reason I ask is because they got it, they got four months clear of PlayStation Pro, and they're six months before Scorpio, and I think that's where they wanted to be. I, I, but I really, do you think it was I, rushed? I, I don't think it was rushed. I, it was actually put off um, according to their strategy. And I really don't understand what their strategy is, per se, because yeah. Nintendo has this just this weird way of, of running their business anyway. Um, I don't feel it's rushed because I do feel, uh, as a console, that it is complete. But when it comes to features, it is not. I, I, I and I, I don't understand what their uh, you know higher ups are thinking and the thinking that it, it doesn't take much 
to make a friend system. And I know they want to be unique, they want to be Nintendo, but if Microsoft and PlayStation are doing it right with their consoles, just take what they have and put it on your console. You don't have to copy it exactly, but what they have works. It's nothing new, it's nothing... I mean, Xbox copied off Steam for the most part with their uh, uh, friends list and everything and their achievement system. Uh, uh, So why not take it, implement it in your system? It's not that hard. How hard is it to have a Netflix port on a on a, no, on a switch. It, it, really it doesn't take hard. months to do that. I mean, it, all you have to do is tell Netflix, "Hey, make make this software for our switch," and they they'll have it to you within a few weeks. You know, well, yeah, because uh, they got it on iPads and iPhones. It's everywhere. It's it's on your 3D. They had it on the Wii U. It's on your yeah. it's on your 3DS exactly. It's on a, it's it's on the freaking P- PS Vita. Uh, so Nintendo already has like license to it or whatever or mm-hmm. partnership with it. So yeah, I I don't think that is rushed. I just think it's part of their their Nintendo strategy, which I don't I don't know what it is, but I I don't understand why they just don't put things out there. Just and put I, it out there. Yeah, yeah so I'm not go ahead. I'm not being reminiscent by this at all because I never I never actually owned a Nintendo 64, but I had a friend that had one. I think the direction they went with the switch was was not the greatest idea in the world. If I if I were if I were going to do something, I would have made another Nintendo 64 that was on par with, you know, or at least close to the other consoles that are out there, and then started ripping out and, and you know tearing up the um, the Nintendo IPs and busting them out and having just a much more powerful system because I really don't think that being able to play something for two or three hours. Without having to switch to batteries or whatever, or having to recharge, it's all that great, you know. I, I just think they could have done a lot. They, they should have just went back to the roots and you know, so built from there. I don't I, agree I, with that because yeah, because I I don't think they're looking to compete with PlayStation and Xbox. They're looking at for it to be like a system alongside of it. But for as far as people who only have the Switch, that's their only system. Then I can see it being more of a disappointment. But for me, like, I got the Xbox or PS4. So yeah. I think it's great to have it as a portable, like a hybrid, because that will never be my main console, ever. So I'll have it for see what you're saying there, Do you see what you're saying there? It will never be your main console because it's not powerful or good enough. If I want to play, if I want to play games on the go, I'll play it on my phone or, my, no, no, or a tablet. Even if they came out with a system that's way more powerful than the Scorpio, I wouldn't still, it still wouldn't be my main console, just because Xbox has these exclusives that I like. I like the friends that I sure. got established, I mean, the mm-hmm. party chat. So, sure. what if the, what if the, what if the Nintendo Woohoo had it, and you know all they were missing were the Xbox exclusives or the PS4 exclusives? No. They got so here's, single, here's the deal. Single other game that the Xbox and the PS4 did, and it played flawlessly on there. Why wouldn't you make it your main console? Because here, here's the deal that. Xbox and, and PlayStation have are already in the game, and they've already gotten their fan bases. If, if Nintendo were to make that powerful console, they still wouldn't have third-party support. Uh, they still wouldn't have a core gamer support because the people already have their Xbox. People already have their PS4. It doesn't matter if the, the, the Switch had all the same features, had a Blu-ray drive, um, had a, had a uh, same powerful uh, graphics processing unit. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, they don't need that. Uh, they they only need a Nintendo system with the with the basics, and I am defending it a little oh, bit. Okay. But so I agree though. No, and, and I and I don't. And here's the thing: 
you release a console in 2017 at 2017 prices, and you cannot say that we don't want to be held to the same standard. You you can't. You're going to be held to the same standard. And to release something that does not stand up in any way, other than the novelty, which is cool, by the way, of being able to have it be a portable system. Okay, I mean, but that's what you. the system is. Thank you. If, you. if you take all that away, how much would the Nintendo Switch They're, cost? Okay, but they already have a portable system. It's called the... Yes, but you can't you can't play Breath of the Wild on 3ds. Yeah, well that's because yeah, they make it for the 3ds. If they can't make they, it on the 3ds, it wouldn't be powerful enough to run Breath of the Wild. But, but they themselves said that this is not designed to take over the 3ds as a portable gaming system. This is meant to be a centerpiece of your living room. So you can't you can't say that and then not want to be held to the same standard as the other two. So yeah, I I can't see you call it a centerpiece of your living room too when it's completely portable. Like I could well, never you choose hook it to that be. up to my TV. Yeah, I could keep it portable all along. Yeah. So I, I don't see how you would just call it a strictly a home console because it's not. It's a hybrid. No, and, and that's the part that I think is cool about it. But to to say that well we're going to be forgiving on them not having the same standards for graphics and for you know power and for all these things to me is is wrong. They need to be held to the same standard, and people get all you know softy with nintendo all the time because they're nintendo but the bottom line is if microsoft or sony for that matter released a something like that if in 2013 microsoft had come out with the xbox portable and or xbox switch they would have been freaking destroyed and you guys know that yep. yep so i have a question here so why why and I, I'm going to add on to this. Why do you have a... Because about about all of us here, we have a PS4 and Xbox One. Why do we have both? I have it for the exclusives on, on all the consoles. Okay, so I can't yeah. have my Switch for the exclusives? No, yeah. absolutely. And that's why I have it. Because Nintendo makes so, some great games. So I'm not bashing so, on Nintendo. So would you be content by having three game systems that do exactly the exact same thing with all the same features except that Nintendo has Zelda, PlayStation has Uncharted, and Xbox has Halo. You'd be very content with having a thousand dollars worth of systems that do the exact same thing. If I have to pay the same amount for the games, I want them to perform the same way. So you'd want them all to be 4K Blu-ray players? No, if I have to pay the same amount for the games, I want the games to perform the same. I, I think the argument is here, and, and and really I can't I can't be on the forefront of this argument because I don't I don't use the feature, the main feature of the Nintendo Switch, which it it is a three hundred dollar console because yes it is more powerful than the Wii U, but you can take it on the go, and I have no reason mm-hmm. myself to take it on the go, so I can't support right, the argument. Either. But but the no, people but there are a lot of people the, who do. Mm-hmm. But the people that do, love the feature. The the people that commute. Uh, to and from work every day for two hours, one hour each way. Um, for those the, the, that have uh, overnight shifts where they uh, sit in a box and mm-hmm. you know are a security guard and they want something to do while they're on the job, they love the feature. I mean, that that's all I see of it. And they don't care about the two or three hour battery life because if you take it to work, guess what? You can just plug it into the wall. Or yeah. if you take it onto the train, you don't you don't sit on the train for three hours. You sit on the train for an hour, and that's all you need it for. So it it necessarily doesn't have to have that. It'd be nice for that huge battery life, but really, is it is it necessary? No, so it isn't. I, um, Sorry, two to three hours is just a little low. Okay, but I don't why think do you need so. it longer than two Look, or three hours? But no, compare it to so, gaming laptops. 
Here's Not every trip in the world is two hours long. Only good. My gaming laptop is only good for two hours. And that's like a really good gaming laptop. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're gaming with it, you got to expect that time. If you're going to play any more in time like that, you have to bring your charger with you. Mm-hmm. Even people are on their phone, like, all the time. They bring their charger. Not, but it's not as powerful as a gaming laptop. And so I, I understand but the gaming laptop. The same, it still has the same purpose, though. So, gaming but, so the, but, but iPads, iPads play mobile games, games too. And yeah, can, but they're I can not play. Intensive as like, like you can't play Breath of the Wild on an iPad. You no, can't and, and I agree. Closer. I agree. All I'm saying, guys, and it's not even that I totally disagree with you. It's that the standard's been set by other products. So to say that we can't or shouldn't compare Nintendo to that is wrong because that's giving them a pass. So nobody else gets a pass. Why okay. should they? This is this is gonna go nowhere. So let's yeah. just. One more, I just have one more, one more, oh, one more question. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. One more question. Would you be more content with the Nintendo Switch pricing if it was one ninety nine and it had no capability of going on the go, but it does everything else exactly the same? Would you be more mm. content? Content? No, that's not a word. Would I be more interested? No. No, not necessarily content because, like, while I don't use the online features in it or the portable, taking it on the go, I totally, like I said earlier a few minutes ago. I think that's really cool about it, though, that, that it enables that functionality for people who do use it that way. I think that's the revolutionary thing about the system. So, no, I wouldn't take that out. But what I am saying is when I pay $60 for a game, I expect it, I expect it to be at the same level as other games that I pay $60 for. But well, you don't think Breath listen, of the Wild Breath is Breath of the Wild is worth 100 bucks oh. in my books. Well, Breath of the Wild's great. Far. Right. I wouldn't go that far. Well, so, I mean, compared to any 60. other game, basically, yeah, it's worth so, sixty. So back to yeah. my back to my original point, though, and, and you know, this isn't to spark a whole new thing, but just to kind of close up from my end, the reason I asked the question is because not so much in graphics or anything like that, but when you release a console where you can't even add people to your friends list easily, you can't communicate with people easily, you can't look at people's profiles, and then you have a Joy-Con that you know breaks if somebody whistles in the room. It's not it's not ready. Why was this console released? And the answer you can't, you can't tell mean, me we, that we they can say the same thing about the Red Bring of Death or the Yellow Line. Exactly, of death. and, and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you right away, yes, the, the three sixty wasn't ready and, and especially the Xbox One wasn't ready. The Xbox One was minus so many features when they launched that thing. The reason they launched it is because PS4 was coming out. Yeah, did they not even have uh Netflix or something? They, they like, Their party first? chat was so flawed on oh, God, Xbox One when it came out. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. Mike, it was we used to, we, so not part of the, the kernel. Mike and I would play NHL, and we were like, we would play on Xbox, or we'd play a game on Xbox One, but we would party chat on 360. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it, it was that bad. And that, that console wasn't ready either. That, yeah. And it, and, it came out without many of the features that we have today. Now, to their to their benefit, they have realized that, especially since Phil Spencer took over and have made that right. Yeah. Well, but, maybe a reason, too, why they could have kind of rushed it, and I say that in quotes, is because the Wii U did so bad and stuff like that, and maybe they're trying to do some damage They wanted to control. get behind them. They wanted to get that stuff behind them. Well, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what right. I'm saying, though. They, they had the perfect window in between, right in between, the PS4 Pro and the Xbox Scorpio. You don't want to go head to head with either one of those, and because because my... then you're going to get compared. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. 
you know, finish my end of things and it doesn't need a response is this. If it was the same freaking console as the Xbox One, PS4, and everything like that, I would buy it over the PS4 big time just for the exclusives. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's all there is to it. I couldn't so. say that. So Excuse me? Okay. I said I, I don't think I could say that just because PS4 has like God of War and the Uncharted. They have some great exclusives. So Well, I, I grew up with Mario and Zelda and Metroid and all that stuff, so that appeals to me far more than God of War and stuff like that. And that's sure. just it. That's it. There's and that's no... just taste, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. All right, cool. That's All right, perfect. gentlemen. I, I did not mean to open Pandora's box. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it was a good discussion. I do too. Yeah. So well, we had lots of lots of fuel for that fire. So we did. All right. So I have to drink a beer after that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up on that. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for episode number 43. Uh, we will be uh, taking signups for our MLB 17 league soon, so you can get it soon, so you can start practicing and get ready. And We'll be doing that on Facebook. So even if you're not, I know we have some listeners that are really loyal listeners of ours that just aren't Facebook type of people. Do what um, some of our other listeners have done and just make a profile that isn't even your name. Just come in and join and take part in the conversation because we do do most of our things through Facebook now. Um, but just come take part and we'd be, we'd be really happy to have you there. But that's where a lot of our communication is going to happen. So we'll be setting up the announcement for um, MLB The Show 17 shortly. Um, Aside from that, I don't think I have anything else to announce right now. So thank you so much again for joining us for episode 43. We'll be back next week with episode number 44. Until then, everybody, stay safe, play some great games, and have a good week. Everybody be good.